This podcast is presented by State Farm, a proud supporter of women's soccer and all women's sports. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We have to be better in every phase of the game. We have to be better with the ball. We have to be better in transition. We have to be better in defending as a collective. We have to be better in our mental approach. And we have to be better in just respecting the game, for Christ's sakes. This game deserves more than we've given it. It's a beautiful game, and we have almost bastardized the hell out of it. And I hate to see that, but that's the truth. From Apple News, I'm Rebecca Lowe. And I'm Brendan Hunt, I guess. Oh, he's so sad, even in the intro. And this is After the Whistle. USA nil, Portugal nil. It's the morning after and we're processing what on earth happened. Our friend and iconic 99er Brandy Chastain joins the pod to diagnose the USWNT's many issues and to give her take on whether the team's head coach is quite frankly good enough. Remember, there's guaranteed to be adult language. Should we rename it after the post? <laughs> after the clang. <laughs> after the resonant clang. Oh, Brendan, where Oof. do we begin? I mean, where do you want to begin? Because mm. I've got a couple of things, but I want to hear from you because, I mean, did you stay up super late? You, I, I'm assuming you did. You pulled like an all-nighter or like a half all-nighter. Yeah, half all-nighter, half all-nighter. Yeah, so I mean, you feel great, you look great, you're sounding <laughs> great this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where do you want to start? My night stunk. My night stunk. You know what I wanted out of of last night, Rebecca? I wanted a nice, you know, 6-1 shaking off of the cobwebs. I wanted exactly what you got. Basically, I'm under the Christmas tree. I am looking at the new, like, round of of Play-Doh cans I've been given, and you are over there with the ColecoVision that I fantasized about. This is, it's a horrible switcheroo, and... um. There should be enough six ones for everyone, frankly. Yeah, there just isn't. You just got to hit that Play-Doh, make some figures. Maybe oh, yeah, maybe yeah, try yeah. and make some some goals out of Play-Doh. This know. is my first note after uh, hitting the post. There's, basically, there's life before the post and there's life after. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> correct. Correct. And they're oddly similar, but they feel different. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote desperation-driven hero ball. Oh. It felt like... At that point, the the sum of what we had seen was desperation-driven hero ball. Like, they were feeling the weight of everything as opposed to just going out and, like, being like, ah, we're the USA. Let's fucking have fun. Play us a little soccer. Like, you know, let's even, like, ostentatiously call it soccer just to, you know, get under people's (laughs) nerves. But instead, it was like... Everyone playing, like, we have to win this, and I have to do my part to win it for us. Everyone was trying to get a highlight real moment, it felt like. And then shortly after I say mm-hmm. that, Ali Wagner had a, what I thought was just a fantastic quote to the point where I had like, I paused it, I rewound it, I made sure to get it down. <laughs> the illusion of pressure sometimes can cause more havoc than the actual pressure. Like, whoa, whoa, wow. Ali Wagner wow. has just skyrocketed up my list of favorite game announcers. Oh my heavens. It felt like they were playing with this pressure that they weren't even acknowledging, Mm. you know, like Mm. they just were not themselves. The amount of, you know, under hit passes, the, the amount of disjointed attempts at attack. I mean, even when Rapino came on, 
um, where you're thinking like, okay, finally, you know, some level-headed veteranship who will be totally unfazed by this swamp we're in. Her night was characterized by turning the ball over again and again. Like it was contagious, you know, and there was no one who could stop it. And I had written down here at one point, let's see, where did I write this down? Oh, at the 76th minute, nil-nil would be a miracle. It just fully felt like mm. this was going to be a loss. Somehow, some way, the year I'm actually finally going to the Women's World Cup in fucking Australia, <laughs> by the time I get there, the US, I'll, I'll see them at the airport on the way out. We'll, I'll high five on my way to the cab and it'll be done. <laughs> Somehow, some way, a nil-nil happens and uh, yeah, mission accomplished to a degree, but they just don't look right. To a degree, I think is very much the operative word. Everyone who's saying, <laughs> well, they, you know, they got they got the job done, they got out the group. That wasn't the job. The job was a finished top because it does affect how you move on. But listen, Brendan, you know, there were some people trying to stop you. I mean, there were some people trying to help. The fire alarm that went off just after the break. I mean, someone <laughs> set that off in a desperate bid, like, and nobody moved. It's like, guys, they're trying to help here. Let's just get off the field. Let's just have a little half an hour of, you know, to readdress everything and go again. I mean, no one even listened to the fire alarm. Amazing. Like someone trying to pull the classic, like, uh, oh, no, the lights have gone out. The lights have gone out in our stadium. I guess we have to stop the game for a while. Oh, I can't find the lights. Here's a fire alarm. <laughs> exactly. Got. Oh, dear. I mean, I suppose what we should say is that he did play Rose Lavelle, which is what we all wanted him to do. Unfortunately, she got a yellow card. So now she can't play against Sweden, which is an absolute... <laughs> minger of a situation for Kick you guys. in the teeth. Real quick, just for our friends at home, not for me, of course. Could you define minger? A minger, let's just say a minger is a bad thing. All right? A minger <laughs> a, a, is a bad thing. I think maybe the Urban Dictionary can help people out. I'm not sure they need it from me. But let's just say that is a bad situation. Roosevelt not there for Sweden. Also, he started with Lynn Williams instead of Trinity Rodman. Yee! Hmm. I know he made the change up 84 minutes, so that was good. But I felt oh, like, I'm not sure Rodman did like that much wrong to lose her spot. I don't know. I, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. Didn't love that choice. I, you know, I'm excited about Trinity Rodman, but if you felt like you had to make a change, she is someone who has played well, but hasn't, has neither quite done enough to lose her spot nor keep her spot. Mm. And Lynn Williams is awfully good. And um, mm. and the hierarchy of, of Morgan and Smith and Rodman, Rodman's just, you know, in third place there. So if, if you're bringing in the Williams, it's going to be for Trinity. Now, the thing is, you don't have to leave her on the bench for so freaking long when the game is nil-nil. What the heck are you doing? I have here, let's see, in the 75th minute, make a change. And by then, <laughs> Megan had come on for Sophia, which I thought was the right call. Sophia was, you know, she had this contagion last night as well. She just was not playing well. She was trying very hard, but just... It was not happening for her. 82nd minute, make a change. <laughs> and finally in the 84th, wow, yeah, yeah. What are we yeah. doing? Well, I think sometimes you can, uh, yeah, like you say, he made one at one sub on 61, then nothing till 84. And that would normally be okay if the team were playing well. And you're like, okay, I don't want to mix and match too much because I believe we're going to get there. But from minute one, America were not at the races. So it wasn't like, oh, they've been playing brilliantly for 84 minutes. I'm going to stick. It was a shocking performance from the very beginning. So again, I don't get why he leaves it so long. And there doesn't seem to be any answer for it. And by the way, he's kind of bitten, hasn't he, after the, after the game. And he was told... 
by a reporter about the criticisms on the mentality. I think he he was told that Carly Lloyd and the guys at Fox questioned the mentality of the team. And he said, to question the mentality of this team, to question the willingness to win, to compete, I think it's insane. I don't really understand what else we're supposed to take, though, from the performance. They don't even look hungry, Brendan. Um, I mean, I'm kind of with Lacko on this to a degree, because, like, I mean, we're not seeing it, but we can't just up and say that they don't care. Uh, which is just about what Carly Lloyd is well is, is saying. I mean, did for, she say that? Alexi Lawless at one point turns to Carly Lloyd after one of her rants and goes like, "Well, we just don't want to be the old, uh, you know, back in my day people." Okay, if Alexi Lawless is saying that, then you might be overdoing that particular vibe. No, but but Brendan, she's a pundit. That's her job. Yeah. And actually, I have massive respect for her. Like, there are so many footballers that finish their game, men and women, and when they then become pundits, they do it because it's the easy thing to do, and it's a good money, and it's a nice, easy way to just like ease into retirement. And they're still friends with everybody in the team and they don't really say anything. You can't level that at Carly Lloyd, whether you agree with her or disagree with her. I have massive respect for somebody who says, this is now my job. I am no longer a footballer. Yes, they're all my pals. Maybe they're not. Who knows? Maybe that's why she's so strong. Who knows? Um, But she said what she thought. And to me, I agreed with her. But fair enough. I mean, fair enough to put your neck on that. And you know what you're talking about. She's not Alexi Lalas from the 90s. We're talking about somebody who just a few years ago, two years ago, was playing for this team and won them World Cup. So to me, I have massive respect for what she said. Now, where do you stand, though, on what she said about... This is a really interesting debate. I want to ask Brandy Chastain about this. The dancing and the singing and the laughing at the end with Rapino, with Morgan, Crystal Dunn. Where do you stand? Because she came for them and she said, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I'm not having that. The post was the man of the match and you need to get back into the locker room and realize the situation you're in. What do you feel about the dancing and the laughing? I think that that ran counter to another thing that she was saying as praise because they were also like, Kelly O'Hara is out there. She's laying down the law. Look at her. She's taking charge. Vlaco should be talking, but Kelly O'Hara is talking. First of all, what on, on what team is it bad for anyone on the team to take charge? Isn't that what we mm, want? Agree. Um, mm. But also, Kelly O'Hare then was interviewed and like, hey, what were you saying out there? And she was saying like, hey, everybody, forget everything so far. It's a new day now. We, that was a group stage. The group stage is done. Put it behind you. Okay, so if we're going to say that Kelly O'Hare has said good things and put it behind you, and perhaps she even could see that burden, that pressure that Ellie Wagner is talking about of them putting on themselves – then I, I can't be mad if in some moment they're like, we take a breath, I'm not going to beat myself up right now. And if that leads to smiles and dancing, so be it. I mean, they don't need to be, you know, they don't need to be literally punching themselves in the forehead for the next four days. You know, like they, they're, they're going to have their ins and outs of it. Well, a few punches would be nice. <laughs> I just a punch or two. There can be performative grief as well. And like, I don't want that either. You know, like if they were told by one of their leaders, like take a load off, breathe, we're the next thing and we've got to put it behind us, then then I'm going to accept that that leadership that was also being praised. Yeah, agree. But I think that the public perception didn't hear Kelly at the time. And unfortunately, in the, in the world that we live in, before Kelly O'Hara gave a post-match interview, those pictures went around the world. And it just doesn't, the perception, the public perception gets cemented very quickly. And I, and I just don't think they did themselves any favors. I still think that's right. You know, like we, we've had like yeah, years now fact. of people being like, oh, look at that athlete not reacting the way I want them to. Mm. Look at that athlete being a human being. Uh, like, I just never really mm. take to that. You know, it's there are people who are going to have a fluctuation of emotions in all things. And there happens to be camera around. Oh, well, I don't think we can beat them up for not beating themselves up after the game, especially because we know they will beat themselves up. Yeah, We can beat them up for their performance, which was 
uh, Drek, and unbecoming of the badge. But I'm not going to get on this train of getting mad about post-game behavior. Okay. I'm trying to get you on the train. I'm literally pulling you through the doors no. and you're just on the platform, aren't you? I think it might just come down to the fact that you're a nicer person than me. I think, <laughs> that's, right. I think that's the bottom line. It's the bottom line. I'd be raging. I think I'd be raging if that was me. Anyway. Okay. So now what do you think? Sweden? I mean, I'm heartened to hear that they, uh, some said that they're not quite the Sweden of old. However, they'll be licking their chops. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's fun little uh, parallels here. Like the last time the U.S. had a nil-nil draw before today, that was against Sweden in 2015. The last time the U.S. lost a World Cup match in 90 minutes, that was to Sweden in 2011. In the group stages, mind you. I mean, it's football. Anything can happen. And at this point, we've talked about this a little bit, but like, you know, in Holland, where I, you know, learned to love football, like you can't just win. You have to win with style and with panache. And we are Which used they did to, today, by the way. Oh, uh, they, they sure did. Uh, and we are accustomed to a bit of that for the U.S., you know, but it's not something we demand per se. You know, we, it doesn't have to be with style. And the only sort of bit of sunlight I can allow myself at this point is like, for this to go the best it possibly could, maybe this is not about like, and then the U.S. show their dominance again. Maybe this is the tournament where the U.S. shows just fucking championship grit. Like, can they at least find grit? Because if they can't find fluidity, mm. they can at least control the fundamentals and like even the fundamentals are slipping through the cracks right now. And if they can get on top of the fundamentals, well then maybe, maybe there can be some, you know, bootstrap pulling that get us at least one more result or two. Have you lowered your expectations in terms oh, yeah. of like your, your vacation? How, how short is it now? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> the tickets are booked. The tickets are booked. The family's going, we're going one way or another. You're going just, tonight, you know, aren't you? Uh, going tonight, going tonight. But, 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 and- but when that ball hit the post, did you slightly just reach for your suitcase just to slightly start to unpack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when that ball hit the post, like, unbelievable. Here it is. Oh. It was the exact thing that I had been fearing. Uh, and it felt like it had been coming for a while. Because here's the other thing that is getting kind of forgotten. Portugal played fucking well. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They yeah. came out with a plan. Um, they were organized as hell. Their diamond worked great. Um, they just couldn't quite score but they didn't want to for most of the game and then when they wanted to they hit the post <sighs> so well done portugal sorry that you got to go but oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah no my expectations are, are wildly deflated all right let's get to brandy all right ladies and gentlemen uh, you might want to put your safety helmet on because you're about to get hit with a truth hammer <laughs> This podcast is presented by State Farm, which believes in amplifying the voices and profiles of women athletes. By ensuring coverage for female athletes today, State Farm helps set the stage for women's sports tomorrow. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Our next guest is a two-time World Cup winner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, and for millions of Americans, Indeed, millions of people around the world, the indelible image of U.S. women's soccer dominance of Women's World Cup fever period is of this woman ripping off her shirt and whipping it around her head like a helicopter. It's Brandy Chastain. Brandy Chastain, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What's up? Brandy. Oh. Welcome to the pod. Oh, thank you so much for having me. 
We should just say that we've had to basically, since this morning, we got Brandy on the pod. She's been texting me a lot. I've been saying, Brandy, stop texting me. Save it for the pod. Then we got her on the pod. But before we press record, we're like, Brandy, shush, Brandy, shush. Wait, just wait till we press record. But now, now, Brandy, let's go. Oh, my head is hurting. This is not exactly the conversation I thought we would be having. However, I did in my little brackets here that I'm showing you now. I did have us coming in second in the group, but not playing as poorly as we have. So what surprised you most? There's a lot of things that have surprised me, so I don't know if it's the most. Um, I would say the lack of impact that the front lines have had in these last three games. You know, I think we were all so hyped up about, and me included, about Sophia Smith and Alex Morgan and Trinity Rodman and, and I think for some Lynn Williams. Just the, you know, the devastating, dynamic, fast uh, attacking that they do and that the, the tenaciousness and the killer instinct that they have in the box. And, you know, they score goals. And it's just been, I think that part has been really lacking and very underwhelming. So that, I think that is surprising. Is it just down to finishing as has been the chorus or is there something more going on? Yeah, no, I think it's more than that. I mean, to score is the hardest thing in the in the game. That That is absolutely the most difficult thing to do. And I think because they have previously done it so well, and perhaps some would say maybe it's been a, a against lesser opponents and therefore not a real good judge of the character and the ability of the team. But I, I honestly think that to get into good scoring chances and to have good scoring chances in good football you need good play behind it, then it's just been very disjointed. Do you think he's picking the right team and making the right subs? Two questions in one. Yeah, you're very good at two questions in one, by the way. I've listened to you many times. Thanks, Brandy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we have to go back to, is this the team that we should have at the tournament? Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he looks down the bench and says, here's an option for the problem I see and I can make a change. So I don't, I don't think so. So you mean he didn't pick the right squad? You mean he left yeah. people at home? Like, yeah. like who? Um, maybe someone like a uh, Sam Coffey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody who can play in that six role or maybe I, I say her only because I think she's had a, a good NWSL season. She's, she's strictly that role and that personality and, you know, I, I think Andy Sullivan is, was a, a phenomenal collegiate player, and she does well in the league. But I would say also, when I think about Julie Ertz playing in six for the U.S., I think personality. I think just this toughness and this, like, grit that you have to have in that in that spot that allows the other players to do the things that they do well. And we're missing that right now. That, that this is not Andy Sullivan's problem. This is Andy is a, a, a good player and a solid player and has a lot of technical qualities that we're just not being able to see because the rest of the stuff is not going well either. Well, I mean, to the notion of like, gosh, if only we had Julie Ertz to put in the six. We, we, we do. Yeah, we do have Julie Ertz. So should should she be being deployed further forward? Yeah, and I think that's something that they better consider. And I think they're going to have to take a look at is, you know, what does Sweden do well? And what do our options do well that can either combat that or help us 
be better. And Alana Cook, I think, to me, Alana Cook is, again, she's like an Andy Sullivan. They come, they both went to Stanford. They're a little bit methodical in their play, a little bit slow in their play, a little bit perhaps not assertive, aggressive enough. So that that scares me a little bit, but it allows Julie to move forward. Alana is a, a kind of a tall player, so she can win head balls. And we've seen Sweden score, I think it was three or four in the last match. So it's like we need help in that area. After what Alyssa did in this game, there was, I think, two moments where she had to make a play and both were not really great. So I think there could be some changes. This is a really this is a really hard question, but when you look at the last three games, not just the one against Portugal, the mentality's been questioned, Brandy. Why are they not performing? I mean, bottom line is they came in as favorites. What is the problem? <laughs> well, coming in as a favorite is hard. Let's be honest. There's no other team in the world that has to suffer the burden of being the target every match they play. And now you're coming into a World Cup. And also on top of all of that is you could win for the third time in a row. No one's ever done that. That's hard. That's really hard. Just set the scene of actually watching the game last night. Like, what was your situation? Uh, I was cuddled up with my dogs on the couch because I needed my support animals during this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we all? Oh, brother. (laughs) So I'm sitting there in my house with my phone and I'm watching the 99 text stream happening. And of course, Joy and Cindy and Mia and Jules and, you know, they're at the game and then they show them during the game. And, and we're like, Oh brother, this is not good. And not good. is like, I mean, it's, it's tough to say that about your own team, right? Like this this is, this is our heart. We believe that we can be better. There's a standard and there's a, expectation that goes along with being a part of this team in this time. So they need to have a gut check. Um, Carly Lloyd said something on the broadcast that I was like, oh, damn. And uh, everybody on the on the chain was like, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> so I was going to ask you about yeah. that. But that's my next question about Carly Lloyd. Are you talking about what she said post game about the way the players were dancing and singing? Or yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I I think she was referring to that, but I think it was something else, which was really the underlying current, which is who's out there to get theirs, right? Who's Mm -hmm. playing for themselves and who's playing for the team? And, you know, you're getting your next contract or you're getting your commercial or you're getting your face out there or, you know, how many Instagram followers do you have? And it's a different time, full stop. You know, we didn't have social media and we have said, thank God we didn't because it's a distraction. It's a distraction. And I think it's, you know, they need a reality check. What are we here for? And it's the football. It's not all the other things. The other things come as ancillary benefits to what you do on the field. And that is what we need to get back to. Not to mention the fact that it was... Alex, Crystal, and Megan, who they showed on the broadcast, dancing and smiling and doing those things. And maybe that's just a, that's a defense mechanism, right? That's a, really what we came to do was get to the next round. And we did that. And Megan said that in her interview. I mean, it could be just pulling the covers up over your head to say there's nothing bad happening. But that is really the objective is to get to the next round. Uh, And now it's a one game tournament. 
Believe that or not, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Given all the issues described, I mean, do you see that getting turned around or is this a morass that we we cannot step out of until we've had about at least one year of break? You know, I don't think Sweden is the Sweden that I recall, but they have right now, they're feeling good. So we're not only up against the fact that we're playing Sweden, but we're playing a Sweden that's fairly confident. And so that is going to be difficult. I don't know if we have the ability to win this next game, unfortunately. Is the head coach good enough? You know, I I can only give you an answer from the outside. I, I've not been on the inside. I don't hear what he says to the players. I don't know what his preparation looks like. Um, what I do know is that there he's liked by players and that he's really great with PowerPoint presentations and details. <laughs> uh, Brandy, Brandy. Okay. Um, so being liked, as you would know, is not important. I mean, funnily enough, I was doing the Premier League Summer Series last week. We got a chance to talk to the Aston Villa manager, Unai Emery, who's won mm. so much in the game. And we actually asked a similar thing. We said, how would players describe you if we asked them? He said, I don't care. I don't care. I really don't want good words. I really mm. don't want, why would I want that? I just want them to listen to me and respect me. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, great. If you like them, maybe that's a bonus, but maybe it's not even a bonus. Maybe it doesn't even, shouldn't even matter, Brandy, should it? If you like the coach or not, it's about respecting them and him being able to coach you mentally and physically. Yeah. Maybe there's a misunderstanding about liking and respecting because, you know, I think in the women's game, there, there is a degree of like ability that leads to respect. And so maybe that's just become blurred, you know, in terms of, you know, what it is he feels he can ask of the players or demand of the players and the standard that has to be met. Uh, And then what are the players themselves willing to own up to? Uh, Honestly, like the players have to own their game. There's an opportunity to go out on a high note vibe wise, but I'm not sure it's actually (laughs) valid. Can you recall a time either uh, when you've been on the team or or since you've been watching, when backs were against the wall in this kind of way and, uh, you know, the proverbial switch did get flipped Good question. and then suddenly it was it was balling out? Or is it just, it is what it is and soon it won't even be what it is? Well, I think I think you can look at 2015. You know, the team was, was not doing well. I think it was two wins and a draw, but very lackluster only four goals in the group stage yeah and you know very underwhelming you know this team has always been brendan and rebecca i think always about you know risk taking and you know being bold and being brave and right now i think we haven't been those things and so this is the time i mean we had a saying back then it's like this is the team now is the time i think they need to step up to those words because they have a lot left to give that they haven't shown and they have to be better. And when I think sometimes when we say that, it seems like, okay, well, better, what the hell does that mean? We have to be better in every phase of the game. We have to be better with the ball. We have to be better in transition. We have to be better in defending as a collective. We have to be better in our mental approach and we have to be better and just respecting the game, for Christ's sakes. This game deserves more than we've given it. It's a beautiful game, and we have almost bastardized the hell out of it. And I hate to see that, but that's the truth. 
Brandy Chastain, two-time World Cup winner, two-time Olympic gold medalist. You're the best. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Brandy. Love you. Love you. Peace out. Bye. Peace out. We have to take a quick break. Stay with us. On or off the pitch, women athletes deserve to be recognized for being awesome competitors and for being inspiring role models for generations to come. That's why State Farm is proud to present this podcast. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's been a few days, so perhaps we should uh, have a bit of a rundown of uh, what's been going on since last we spoke to the nice people. Yeah, a little, a little mini A to Z. Which might end up only being an A to H, because yeah. you know, A to H is what the groups do, and uh, all our Zs are no longer with us, but we will get to mm. that. Um, group A has been sorted. Switzerland winning the group. Norway coming in second. And uh, sorry, New Zealand, but you have been knocked out on goal difference, because Norway, on their way out the door, had to go ahead and beat Philippines 6-0. So half of our host countries have departed us. So New Zed... We thank you for your time. But then fireworks in Group B, it was all coming to head in the final day. And uh, the second biggest result, of course, is Nigeria, who hardly anyone predicted as doing anything <laughs> worth a damn in this tournament, gets in in second place. Um, and uh, winning the group with a 4 nothing performance against Olympic champion Canada, with Sam Kerr still only sitting on the bench. Australia has won their group. The sole remaining host nation can fly the flag a little bit longer. That's up there with the result of the tournament so far. I mean, Canada, are they distracted by what's going on with their federation? Maybe, but they're the Olympic champions. I saw a shot of Kaylin Sheridan being consoled, crying. It's just, it's horrible, but they just didn't bring it. And Australia, like you say, didn't even need Sam Kerr. I mean, how great that her calf is still being rested, ready yeah. for the knockout stage. Yeah. She didn't even have to come on. They played an absolute blinder, mate. And yeah. they, in front of their own fans, that's where the home fans, for me, give you the advantage. I'm not sure that result happens anywhere else in the world. 100%. And shout out Haley Razzo, who had the opener and the second goal as well. Five years ago, she broke three vertebrae in a match. And here she is now leading her country. She's an incredible story. Uh, so then in uh, Group C, so Group C had been sorted in the final day. It just got down to Japan and Spain, both at six points. The rest of the uh, group, uh, Zambia and Costa Rica, were at zero. And, you know, Spain, a pre-tournament favorite for a lot of people. Japan, kind of like, oh, yeah, Japan's here too. Japan just goes up and wins 4 nothing against Spain. <laughs> For freaking nothing. And it uh, we have now officially underrated Japan coming up to yeah. now. And now, I'll tell you this, Rebecca, they're my pick to win the whole thing. I'm on Japan now. Whoa! I'm on Japan. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 we can't continue with a bit or a bob because you've just done a bit. You're going Japan to win the whole World Cup. I'm going Japan to win the whole World Cup. I'm going based to on that one performance or based on watching them three times and it just got slowly better? Uh, based on like the slow burn of like, oh, okay, it's not just that they were playing Zambia in Costa Rica. It's that they are here to fucking play. Miyazawa, currently the leader for the Golden Boot, to boot. Like, this is, this is madness what they're doing. It's madness. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I like your boldness. I like your boldness. I feel, though, that your grief is at play here a little bit. I feel like we need to just take a second. I think on the plane on the way to Australia tonight, you're going to say, all right, can I? I think I might have gone a little 
a little strong. Mm. Maybe tomorrow mm. you might change your mind. But I'll ask you again when we meet, whenever we're next meeting. Uh, group D, uh, we're going to talk about Group D in a minute here, so we'll just uh, slide on past that. Group E, of course, the United States has finished second. Holland just absolutely thumping Vietnam in the way that we all wanted the U.S. to do in the opening game. Oof. A shout-out to Esme Bruchs, who comes out with one of the goals of the tournament from the left side of the box, up and in the right corner, and she loved that goal so much, she did the exact same goal 40 minutes later. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah, hor. Yeah, zeker. Yeah, goed so. Fantastisch. Yeah, masterwerk. Uh, no, 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 Maestavetic. Maestavetic. Anyway, um, Holland back on track. Big match in Group F was going to be France-Brazil. If Brazil were to win that game, France would be basically out. But Wendy Renard, the great, steps up at the end to secure a 2-1 victory. Kind of badass. And Group G, uh, much to be settled there still, really. But uh, looks like it's going to be Sweden, who will be uh, holding a sword over the U.S.'s head, and then they can decide what to do with it. But Group H, one of the results of the whole tournament, Rebecca, one of the tournament results of all time, group stage-wise. Colombia goes up 1-0 oh. on mighty Germany. Uh, your pick to win, let us remind people. Um, but then Germany comes back the way that Germany always does and has been doing in the 89th minute. And oh boy, here it comes. Now the, the, the field is tipping toward Colombia's goal because here comes Germany. Someone's going to score uh, a late winner. But it wasn't Germany who does it. It's Colombia who does it. Colombia did Germany things to Germany. Wins in the 97th minute. Mayhem. Insanity. We're not taking Colombia seriously enough either, it would appear. And yeah, I mean, one of those results that makes you go like, okay, well, football's amazing and anything truly can happen. And in the words of a great sporting sage, that's why you play the games. And also, in our preview episode, we did, did we not, say Linda Caicedo, remember the name. Her goal, by the way. I mean, goodness me. When you can do that, what she can do at her age, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. She's fan-dazzy-dozy. Yeah, with a defender behind her, a defender in front of her, and she I know. didn't care at all. She didn't care. Didn't care one bit. Knife through butter. Beautiful. <laughs> For a moment there, I thought you said, and I threw butter. <laughs> like that's some phrase I hadn't heard. <laughs> yeah, I just threw oh, butter against the wall. Ah, oh, I was so impressed. I threw butter. Hey, <laughs> oh dry God, toast. <laughs> uh, but we skipped Group D so that uh, you can have the floor, please, to talk a little bit about what happened there. England. England have had a slow burn, Brendan. Not too dissimilar to your ladies. Right. So I didn't come into the game against China thinking it was going to be a 6-1 because I just thought we're being a little slow to this World Cup. But oh, oh, we caught up. Oh, did we catch up? Um, Lauren James. She wasn't even at the Euros a year ago. She is now the face of this England team. Two goals, three assists, could have had a hat trick. Absolute magic. How one family can produce two kids. And I actually think Reese James has another brother who played at some level. How there can be that much talent in one family is like really rather unfair. It's truly amazing. I spoke to Reese James last week when I was in wherever Atlanta, I think, and he said he was getting up at all hours to watch her. He was so proud of her. She's 21 years of age. She is our future and she's coming of age right now. We were magnificent. We didn't let up. I think we're ready to go. I think we're up and running and the European champions are on a roll, my friend. Oof. I've waited for this ever since Harry Kane did what he did. With the penalty. Gosh, <laughs> just some, some ray of light. I have to whisper. I have to whisper at that because I'm still not over it. Um, and now there is a massive ray of light and we are on 
for it. And I stand by what I said in episode one. We're going to win it. Did I say that or did I sort of say? No, you said Germany. <laughs> no, it, I said Germany might. No, no, Germany head, America body, England heart. I've covered it all. Ay, ay, ay. You're a tripod. You're a human tripod. Um, I mean, I, I, I've said this already. I'll say it again. It was exactly what I would have wanted for the US. Just that, yeah. you know, get get the weight off you, you know, have have a football party. Just be just be flowing and and feel the joy of it. And so good on you. Good on all of you. It is a feeling that we will not be having over here anywhere in the near future. <laughs> Brendan, let's try and finish on a sort of some sort of hopeful, exciting note. We're trying to still find this nickname, right? For the US Women's National Team, USWNT. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've had lots of lovely people send messages to us on Instagram and Twitter at Brendan Hunting, at Rebecca Low TV, only on Instagram. Okay, so I've had a few The Avengers. I don't know if you could do that. As from Mary, because it's more like it's like quite movie like, isn't it? What do you think? Yeah, it's 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 taken, it's taken. But thank you, Mary. What about the Yankee chicks? But I'm told that you guys don't like being called Yankees. Is that right? Or Yanks? There is a uh, a geographical half of the country that doesn't like being called Yankees to the degree that uh, it is completely unusable. So yeah, got okay. got to ditch Yankee. Next! Cultural baggage. Cultural baggage. Uh, I do like. I mean, we can't use it, but um, Star Spangled Bangers. That's pretty great. Yeah, it's good for Michelle. That's, That's good for great. Michelle. That you is know, good. I, and that could work for the fellas just as well. Party of Tea from Chris Roney. Uh, Chris, I'm not sure if you've been paying attention uh, for the last <laughs> couple of decades, but um, there's some baggage on the whole tea party thing. So we're going to say no. We're going to say no. What about the shooting stars? That's from Femme Football at ATL. Not bad. It's okay. It's okay. Not bad. It's not I, I feel kind of mean being mean about this. Uh, this one has come up a lot. We've had it from a few people. Chuck Kurtz, Carl Salazar, uh, and Christopher something. Uh, but Liberty Bells... <laughs> I like an extra it. E there at the end. And like the more I think about that and the more I'm like, that is really not bad, actually. No, it's not not bad. What about, yeah, I, I'm voting for that right now. The Jets from Chris Dicey, as in the suffragettes. Clever. The Jets. Yeah. Perhaps too clever. I don't, I don't hate it. Maybe too but clever I, for some. I, I, yeah. uh, it's, it's, there, there's something there. There's something there. Okay. And and so, so folks, we're just going to keep getting those out there. We're going to make this more organized as we go. But for now, we're just going to plant seeds. We're planting seeds. You yeah, know, I mean, we just they've got to stay in the tournament for this to continue to work. Let's be honest. So if we could just make sure we continue the tournament, please, USWNT, and then we'll be able to christen you. Okay, so you're going tonight, right? So you're flying into where? Uh, flying into Sydney, where I will be able to enjoy approximately 48 hours of Sydney before I have to get on a flight to Melbourne because they finished second in the group. All right, mate. Well, safe journey. Make sure you get some Vegemite for breakfast when you get to Sydney. Report back and we'll speak on the next pod. Can't wait. Everybody, uh, once you're done drowning your sorrows, be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review us. It really helps people find the show. And for round-the-clock tournament news, scores, people hitting the post and standings, check out My Sports on the Apple News app, where available. So, I mean, you can say it. You can say it. You're going to go with England. I mean, you can say oh, it, Brandy. I see. Uh, no, England. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go back. Shameless. Uh... Absolutely shameless. <laughs> she loves it.